Man, probably a fun fact on me is that I like to read. Like I, I, I like to read. That's 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 a lost art nowadays. <laughs> oh, my great uncle is uh, Jesse Owens. He won four gold medals in 1936. Yeah. I always want to leave people with this, man. To all the viewers, and everybody out there, man. Make sure you guys finish your story. Make sure you guys finish your journey because somebody's gonna need it. Yeah. All you gotta do is push the bad button. That's all you gotta do. Is push the bad <laughs> Try not to think about the future too much, so you can maximize the now. Who, who's your favorite rap artist? Man, to be honest, it's crazy. Tupac always been my number one, right? Like he got, he got he got me through so much stuff, but Lewayne has been in the modern day. I said, what does it really take? What does it really take to be great, Joe? And he looked at me and he was like, you really want to know? And he was like, to be honest, everything you did to get here, you need to be consistent times 10. Consistent times 10. It's your boy, Coach Lee. Welcome to the Wednesday night edition of the Nothing But Basketball Show. Appreciate you all joining in with us. Man, we got a pretty exciting show for you all tonight. Um, you know, there's a lot of crazy stuff been going on today. So you you know we had to make a way to get here and, and discuss these type of things. But, um, you know, I got to bring my partners in here with me so we make sure we do what we need to do. So get ready to rock with your boy. First off, we got... Hey, we got some technical difficulties, Uncle Leroy, but we know this man ready to go. What's up, Coach? What's good, baby? What's up, y'all? Can y'all hear me? Everybody good? Loud and clear, man. Appreciate you. Appreciate yeah. you. Have a good day today. Man, you know what it is. Every day is a daily grind, you know what I'm saying, no matter where we at. But we get over to man. <laughs> most definitely, most definitely. Hey, man, I'm excited about tonight's show. I don't, man, it's all these notifications going off today, a lot of activities you know, going on out there, but you know how it is. Um, yeah. But, um, yeah. But um, let's go ahead and jump right in it. But before we get to the stories at hand, we got to take a look at those standards this week, man. You know, we definitely got to take a deep dive into that. Yeah. And right now, as it stands, you know, in the Eastern Conference, you know, you got those uh, Celtics don't make a little bit of a jump up there. What you think about that, Coach? Say, man, playing good team ball, doing what they need to do to make that jump. You know what I'm saying? Can y'all hear me okay with the mask on? Loud and clear. All right. You know, I mean, Celtics is a solid organization no matter who is coaching them. So my biggest thing is they're doing what they need to do. And, you know, over the history over the Celtics, like they're always a contender throughout the throughout the years, throughout the eras. You know, from back in the day to right now, they've always been in the mix. So they're doing what they need to do. Okay, now, I agree with that totally. You know, uh, Danny Ainge didn't like him as a player, but as a GM, no, he does a great job. He always going to keep them in, you know, in the mix as far as like, you know, the championship runs and stuff like that. And Doc yeah. got Philly still holding title there. 
Yeah, man. Philly doing what they do, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm excited for this basketball season to see where it ends up. I know we have our predictions, but at the end of the day, I think it's fans, it's coaches, or whatever the case may be. We want exciting right. basketball. Most definitely. It's all, no other way to have it because NBA action is pure excitement, as you used to say back in the day. Now, exactly. I know last week we took a look at it. There's a little bit of, um, you know, we have Orlando was kind of up there. Brooklyn, we're going to come back to them. They was kind of up there. Um, and the Knicks yeah, look like yeah, they're yeah. starting to turn into the Knicks. <laughs> yeah, you know, so like. At the end of the we, day, the Knicks going to be the Knicks. We talked about that. Like, okay, we it's too early to be like, okay, this team, that team, this team, that team. So we knew, I think me and you both knew, and uh, Uncle Leroy, you know, he knew too, like, the Knicks were going to turn into the Knicks, man. And certain teams were going to turn it on and find their their identity as far as who they were and team chemistry. You know, you know, it don't matter who's in there. At the end of the day, you know, it's going to start at the top. You got bad ownership. You got bad ownership. You know, you got a bad expectation. Bad expectation you know, leads to a bad culture. So, you know, it is what it is at the end of the day. And that's probably why, you know, you got tradition that you spoke of earlier, other Celtics. And which is a good segue because we're going to flip it over here on the other side. And Lakers still holding true at nine and three in the Western Conference. They're going to hold true until the end, until somebody proves them wrong. Them Lakers are going to hold true. Any surprises in the Western Conference? I see, you know, Utah number two. The Clippers dropped down one spot, I believe, week over week. But we got to look at, like, okay, last season, Utah was in the mix. You know, um, the Clippers choked. Um, <laughs> you know, so my biggest thing is, and no disrespect to Clippers fans, but it is what it is. Like, I really I, – I don't – even though they're on the, like, the top of the standings, what we're looking at, I really don't see the Clippers doing what – I feel like they're going to choke regardless. Hey, Real, you know, real be told, those Clippers, they were a game, a, uh, a, a, a injury away and a bad call away from getting upset in that first round by my mail. So, you know, it is what it is at the end of the day with those Clippers. Yeah, yeah. All exactly. high, no bite. You know, but for them, though, like, like you just said, the two points you just made, and I'm going to make this point because my team's struggling with that right now with injuries and missing people. All y'all get paid yep, yep. to be on that stage. Step your game up and win those games. You pay well. Big money. <laughs> big money. <laughs> Give me that money to, like, blow a game. I'm trying to get that big money to do nothing. Right, right, right. But, hey, you know, that's definitely, you know, uh, uh, overall look at the NBA standings. But yeah. those standings can change dramatically by this time next week because something big went yeah. down today. 14 trade. <laughs> I that saw that. Okay. Yeah, you know, well, we all knew that Harden was going to be moved, but we didn't know for what for or what the end would be, you know, when all the dust settled and everything. So, yeah. not surprising. Yeah. No, it was kind of rumored in, in, in a favorite destination that he was going to go to the Nets. But with yeah. the Rockets got back in return, wow. I think as far as what the Rockets got back, they got some key pieces, but some role players as well. 
and uh and for the future also. So my whole thing is I really feel like overall team wise, the Rockets will be in a better position. Most definitely. So you know, looking at the full trade details, you know, the Nets got James Harden, the Pacers got um Levert and a second rounder, the Cavs got Allen and Prince, but the Rockets they got Oladipo, Exum, Karooks, three of Brooklyn's first rounders, one Milwaukee yeah. first, and four Brooklyn first round swaps. I believe those are um position protected, but overall, you yeah. know, essentially. They can get, you know, depending on how Brooklyn finishes, this is potentially, um, you know, they accumulated four draft picks, but then they got another four that, you know, depending on how you know, Brooklyn uh, finishes, they can be back in a the mix. They can use that for draft capital. They can take a player. They got a lot of flexibility now going forward. In yeah, the they do. They do. I agree. I agree. So you think now let's talk to the meat of this. Harden. You got Harden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, you got so a, a starting five lineup. You got Kyrie Irving, whatever that is, Harden, Jeff Green, Durant, and DeAndre Jordan as your starting five. Then they rode the Lakers with it. Man, first and foremost, like Kyrie, I don't know what you are. Um, but even with him out of the equation. I really feel like you still have a team full of, and correct me if I'm wrong, individuals. Mm -hmm. You know, Harden has been with Houston for so long, so he's been doing his individual thing. KD is used to doing his individual thing. Kyrie is definitely doing his individual thing. And then, you know, two out of the five starters, potentially, those those other two are like more like role players. You know what I'm right. saying? Right, right. So... No, I really see Brooklyn. I'm, I may be eating my words because I predicted Brooklyn to go to the final, but I really see them getting put out of the playoffs. I don't care if they have KD or not or, or James Harden um, because those who play with each other in Oklahoma at OKC, I mean, my whole thing is I really don't see that meshing. Um, now we come back to what we talked about, like where is Steve Nash going to have those issues with his team? So, I mean, right now, everybody's looking at it and, and jumping on that bandwagon and be like, oh, it's a good thing. But at the end of the day, I think it's a, a train wreck, wreck waiting to, to happen. Um, I would totally because, agree with that. Because you have your point guard who is – I don't know what Kyrie's doing, to be honest with you. A great talent, whatever. But mentally – Your head case, man. He's a mental man. head case, man. You worried about this and that and whatnot, but you got all these all-stars around you. And a couple role players where you y'all could really make the run and win that shit. So um, I guess we'll just pray about that situation and wait to see what happens. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you're right. Because right now he's not even part of the team technically. You know, yeah. he's gone away from the team. There's no timetable on his return because he's gone for personal reasons. And you know, he's still on investigation with the league about the video that surfaced. You know, with him, he was at a bar. I think he was at a. Uh, family event but he was there with no mask and you know and um it's going all around the social media right now and you know they got those the players are prohibited you know from being in bars and clubs yeah. right now or being in large social gatherings you know because yeah. of the c19 restrictions um man so he needs to just be real Kyrie needs to be real with himself he knows what's going on he was partying you feel me 
You out there right. partying and what you need to do, not taking safety protocols. So my whole thing is, it all boils down to him. Like, what are you gonna do? Are you gonna be that point guard that that helps your team, or are you gonna be like a, a head case, man? And that's just where I'm at with it. Hey, he's gonna be a head case, and you know all case. that offense they got. You know, it's a good big three in theory, but all that yeah. offense, they gonna win a championship because they ain't gonna stop nobody. You know, Harden don't no play no defense. defense. And they yeah. were lying pretty much on DeAndre Jordan to provide defense. You know, at this point in his career, uh, that's not advisable. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, he's a, he's a long in no tooth. He's not the same player he was, you know, you know, with the Clippers. He's not the same player he was that brief they had with the Mavs. Um, I agree. So, you know, they might not even make it past Boston or, you know, Miami can get it together and put it on them, or Milwaukee. So it's no guarantee they can even make it out their conference right now. Exactly. And like I said, I'm going to swallow my words. Uh, I see Brooklyn being a number six, seven, or eight. Oh, wow. That low. Yeah, that low. Like Okay, okay. I mean, come on now. Like, it is <laughs> what it is, man. I don't mind swallowing my words. I'm grounded. Hey, you we can no, hear you now. We can hear you. Hey, I knew it. See, that's what I'm talking about. Man, this is I'm in the building, goddamn it. Man, in the building. Look, yes, I couldn't sir. let y'all go without talking about Brooklyn. That's a reach. Like I told y'all, they wasn't gonna have any problems on the court. It was gonna be with Steve Nash becoming the uh coach. I told y'all that. And that's a reach that that's did. a reach that Kyrie got picked up by this black team. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I'm just here to collect my my coins. You know, I'm I'm probably going to say something a little unpopular. Hope people don't think this is tacky. But Steve Nash, rookie head coach, um, you know, even when he was a leader in the locker room in Phoenix, there were some things that popped up where he couldn't deal with it too much. You know, with, um, with um Richardson, <laughs> I just leave, I just leave it like that. <laughs> so I don't know how he's going to deal with this. He got three huge egos in there, right? So you know, I think you know he might be trying to use the formula that you know one e- bigger ego to defuse another one because he can't do that. You know what I'm saying? Like Steve Nash has always been on the court. You know, he's always been the guy to say the right things in front of the camera. I've never, you know. Only time I seen Steve Nash get mad was like one time, and that was in the playoff. But you know, I don't think right. he has the moxie to hold it together. You know what I'm saying? Because Brooklyn, Brooklyn's in the house. You know what I'm saying? Like that's all black, man. Like come on, man, they got black uniform. I mean, it's it's a lot of innuendo that says that hey, you know what? This is a black. It's a black owned team. You know what I'm saying? So how is he going to be forced to you know to put and deal with all these off the court issues? And it's it's surfacing right now. They better shut Kyrie. They better shut the Kyrie Irving up. Shut him up, or it's gonna be over. I I'll be surprised to be honest if he even finishes the uh, season with Brooklyn. He may, you yeah. know, he may get shipped off somewhere. He won't. I think they'll trade him. You think so? Definitely see that. I think they'll trade him because you have KD and you have Harden now. You have two big names. If you look at it, KD and Kyrie were the big names. Now we got these other two big names. We really don't need you. We need more like a point guard that just don't get hard. I mean, uh, yeah, harden the ball or Durant the ball. 
we don't really need you or whatever you got going on because we got two all-stars already. So I really feel like they're going to ship him out somewhere else. Or he's going to get himself shipped out somewhere. Else. That part. They got something going yeah. on, man, because, like I say, it is is New York. You know what I'm saying? Like, the New, the New York Giants, you know, they're everyone, all New York teams say the hardest thing is playing is in New York, and, you know, it's hard to play there, just like Miami. It's a lot of off-the-court, off-the-field influences. And I don't right. think Steve Nash, like, this. come on now, this is his first time, this is his first time being a coach. And I said, I'm always shook when Stephen A. Smith went at it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, he comes on, uh, you know, he's dancing around the questions. He don't want to give a straight forward. He starts talking about the facts and what he's done. And, you know, he got other people talk. He should have got it up, man. Hey, bro, shut up, man. You know what I'm saying? That's what he should have said. Shut up, man. I'm the coach with that. He should have oh, put his foot down and, and let his, you know what I'm saying? Excuse what I'm saying. Put his foot down, let his nuts hang, and be a man. You feel me? Instead of letting Kyrie feel like he's running shit. It's like real shit. Yep. At the yeah. end of the day. Exactly. I mean, because, you know, like you said when we first, you know, when we first started, when we first interviewed you, Coach, you know, you was like, you know, it's, you got to set the tone whereas these grown-ass men won't listen to you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, how Kyrie going, you know, he going to come in. That was Kyrie that said, you know, he had questions about Steve Nash becoming the head coach. That was Kyrie that said that uh, came out there. I think he said that. Mm-hmm. That boy that got suspended, fired, and shipped the same day. If I was coach, man, come on, man, how you gonna say that? He, they got, it's it's that's a small that's a small fuse right there. They need to shut that down because yeah. that shows these second guessing the coach. They don't have any confidence in the coach at all. None. But right now, with that being said, they don't have confidence in the coach. Now you you showing the fans who gonna have confidence in you. That's true. That's true. Man, we got a lot of good points, man. I'm telling you, it's a lot of good stuff out there. But I'm gonna tell you what, and it's funny because I've been getting uh, we gotta give a quick shout out. Shout out to your Frank, shout out with your uh Danny, shout out with your uh Freddie. Okay, we got the Olympian hanging out with us. Shout out to your robot daddy, you know what I'm saying? But um <laughs> you know, it's they, they gotta they gotta squash that right now because you know, it's too early of a season. It's too much for him to uh, to not get that for, for him not to get that right. But it feels like the NBA has become a soap opera. You know, what I'm saying like I hear I hear so much more off the court stuff than I do on the court stuff. Now I don't want to see the highlights. It's crazy. But yeah, days of our lives type shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? General Hospital type shit. Real talk. Hey, 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 hey you stepping on the cones now. That was my show. I still watching. I still watching. Well, speaking of still watching, fellas, real quick, you know, we got something that kind of uh, it came up on the radar today. They've had six, 16 players test positive for COVID. And, you know, they had the bubble. You know, for the playoff run, a little bit different now. They're traveling and things of that nature. But, you know, they've been going nonstop as far as the testing since January the 6th. Since that time frame, they've, you know, they tested 497 players. But recently, you know, there's been a spike. Um, I think overall, they had 48 players that taught who, who um, tested positive during the week. The players were, you know, trying to get ready for training camp. But right now, it has 16 players to where it has caused some disruptions in the schedule. Um, you know, you got Atlanta, 
Phoenix, um, Washington, Utah, um, and even Dallas, for number mistaken, have all been postponed. So yeah. there's been six games postponed, actually, since Sunday alone, and seven yeah. overall during the season. So what's your thoughts on that? You know, know my thought? I've been the NBA got it wrong from the beginning. You know what I'm saying? I told y'all that entire thing was just no protection, not no bubble. It was to show all these cameras. Them same cameras that was yeah. in the NBA are the cameras that's being used right now in the NFL. You know what I'm saying? So it ain't the bubble that's protecting them because the NFL, they got it right. They got a whole season, man. They got a whole bigger team. Now, how you telling me these dudes, you know what I'm saying? Like, how you telling me these dudes popping up, to, you know, positive code? What they doing in their personal life? Who they coming in contact with? You feel me? They're fired. You got it. I told in the beginning, you hit them with a big fine. They're just dancing around the fact that it's COVID and now that we got a vaccine. And, you know, the scare is, the scare is over. So yeah. will there be, should there be increased protocols? No. Because at the end of the day, if, you know, if you put more money in the system, the person won't see, you know, the importance of me having to do it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, for instance, right. Right. You know, I'm 80s, baby. You know, and I, I, for a long time, I didn't understand why I used to go in my grandma's house and the whole sofa was filled in plastic. You know what I'm saying? Put that plastic <laughs> on that sofa. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I was about five years old. And it was like, look, look, you look, young fella. The plastic is to make sure the sofa don't get dirty. Oh, so I could throw, I could throw hamburger meat. I could throw chicken bones at it. It's all good. So that's what I'm saying. And until the league put big ass fines on these players, they won't understand. That's it. Exactly. <laughs> what type of fines? Big ass fines. Big fines. <laughs> <laughs> One of the most Texas size fines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, come on, man. Like they gotta understand the importance of it, and that, and that's that's what that's what's going on. So we got here. Brooklyn looks a lot like a version of OKC Russ. Is Kyrie an upgrade at? No, he's not an upgraded point guard because you know, as a point guard, you're a leader. He ain't got this on right now. He worried about the wrong thing. So, um, no, he's not an upgraded point guard. Well, hey, we see. I'm over here. I can't. I can't stop talking because see, back in Cleveland and back, you know, what I'm saying, talking about Kyrie's a leader. He's the greatest point guard. No, what did you have now? So, you know, what happened? He's been the same person. So, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? He's always been that shadow. He needs someone bigger than him. That's all it's ever been. And now that he's out in front there, you know, he's always wanted the spotlight. That's how it want to be. Oh, I want the spotlight till, boom, you get it. Now you don't know what to say. You've been crying for the spotlight all your career. Now you got it. Now you're crumbling. You don't feel sorry for him? No. Take his ass to work. Ain't no all day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, man. Take your ass to work. I, I take my ass to work. Take your ass to work, man. Ain't no fear for Kyrie. Kyrie. ass on that court. Right. Trash. Leadership, like I said, is trash. He trash. And it's my trash right now. Do I feel sorry for him? No. But I definitely want to highlight mental health. And that's why this Sunday you can catch us out there in New Orleans, Dallas, Houston, giving back to the homeless. 
So that's how you to help. Not Kyrie. You know, everyone's wanting a pity party. Oh, Kyrie. So what? No, man. That man got millions of dollars to actually go in. And if he feel he got a problem, you know what? Pay a doctor to tell him what he want here. Is it? At the end of the day, no other way to do it. Exactly. He I got, agree. He got the means and the resources to help that and, you know what I'm saying, and aid that any way possible. You know, so like I said, once again, y'all, you know, bring awareness to mental health. Y'all come join us out there for this uh, fourth annual soccer sack drop. I mean, soccer sack lunch drop. Already. We'll take a brief, brief commercial break. We got to pay a couple of bills. So we'll be right back. <laughs> I said, what does it really take? What does it really take to be great, man? And he looked at me and he was like, you really want to know? And he was like, to be honest, everything you did to get here, you need to be consistent times 10. And we back. So we appreciate y'all coming back. We got uh, Coach Hill, Uncle Leroy. You know how we do it. Hey, I'm rocking the ground. You know what I'm saying? G. Yeah. Hey. yeah. Rocking it. I see you. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, it's going to see you, Coach Hill. So what's up with down going on 35 South with the Waco Terror updates this week? Man, you know, we got a, a big game. We coming off a, low, a tough loss. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, you don't want me coming on here talking about how we lose. We got to get back in the win column. You know what I'm saying? We're sitting seven and four right now. Um, coming off a couple injured players, a couple players getting out the out the hospital. So, you know, we got a game this weekend against, um, who is it? Texas Fury here in Waco, which is a divisional game, man. Everybody come out of you in Waco. Come out and salute, man. Support. Uh, 6 p.m. tip off. We need everybody there. Um so, you know, we're looking to get back in the win column, man. Texas Fury is not a team to play lightly with. So, we're we going to get it in. Real talk. And real talk, as you say. Yeah. Hey, hey. So, how's your way? I'm part way. Tremont doing? T-Man? What? Yeah, man. T-Man, he doing what he do, man, at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? He's trying to – we're just struggling right now as far as with team chemistry, um, guys being individuals. Like, if this man's scoring buckets, Okay, let me go out here and get and get my buckets too. No. Yeah. I don't care about your buckets. I'm just being honest with you. My thing is team ball, ball moving. So we're 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 struggling right now with as far as team chemistry, moving the ball, stuff like that. But at the end of the day, this weekend we'll get it back together. Most definitely, most definitely. We got to. You know what I'm saying? And then uh what we got next? Community community impact you know we recently had the waco awards um just various artists in waco um people that impact the community um people that just give back and then show love you know um h3 that's my boy uh charles hitchens i used to play football with him here in waco he uh he won an award for uh his will clothing line so my biggest thing is man go on there h3 his will clothing line everybody that's on here watching support um shop now he's doing big things man um shout out to him his wife his family for them uh definitely impacting the community and doing what they do all right speaking of big things you got your um the waco terror i believe it is the play of the week yes sir 
This right here is the player of the week, T. Thomas, man. He doing his thing. We just got through talking about him. He dropping dimes. You know, he's doing what he can until all the soldiers get back, man. So here's a couple of highlights from him. As you can see in OKC, he was doing the same the same stuff, man. So salute to that boy T. Thomas, man, for, for trying to put the tear on his back. Um, but not just him, but the whole Terra family, man. You know, a um, couple of his highlights. All right. So, Appreciate you, Pete Thomas. I think you're here with us, famous thing. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No doubt, man. And you know what? That, that, he's doing what he do, man. <laughs> Every time we have a highlight of him on here, he's doing what he do. So salute to that boy, man. But, you know, we're trying to get back in that win column, too. So let's get it. Let's get it. So you yeah, also um, got with us today. We got um, some players returning. That right there is my fan of the week. Is Michael Wright? He's also part of the uh, the what is it the the board for our NBL. You know, he always hits me up and supports the Waco Terror and tells me, "Hey, wins and losses don't don't really tell you know show who your team is. You know, we play hard." We get out there, you know, we're not a stacked team like a lot of these teams are. They're stacked or have all-star teams. We get out there and we represent what we are. Um, so at the end of the day, salute to this man, Michael Wright, man, for supporting the Waco Terror and doing everything he does. Already. Man, you might be a pretty popular dude there, Coach Lee. I'm just saying. I know, right? All these doggone notifications popping up in here, man. Well, I was texting, send me his, send us his uh, credit card number. Right there. <laughs> yeah. Big credit card number. Right. You know, um, and then one more thing we got, man, is uh, T. Shaw coming back, man. He goes to Paul Quinn College, and uh, I just got recently notified of him. Um, they're not really – their season has been canceled. Um, so my biggest thing is, okay, with him, missing him, he's a big part of it. He's the one that I used to send you the highlights of him dunking and stuff like that. So their season has been canceled, so he may be on the court this weekend or he may return next weekend. But at the end of the day, you know, we want to see this young man do great things, not for just the Waco Terror, but just for himself and his family in general because, you know, his mom and dad deserve the world. And um, he's doing it for them, not just for Waco Terror or Paul Quinn. He's doing it for his family. Hey, shout out to uh, Coach Hill. You got that LLC working tonight, man. That light-skinned capability. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. You know, my biggest thing is Uncle Leroy Jr., man. My biggest thing is light-skinned capabilities working or whatever the case may be is never forget, like, it's not just about me. It's about these men because I, without these men, there is no Waco Terror. You know, I can sit here all day and say, I am the Waco Terror, blah, 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 and all this. That don't mean nothing. But without these men showing like, hey, from this, we can go to college and we can play ball. We can go over here and play ball. We can impact lives. We can go give back to the community, whether it's our community or somewhere around Texas. It's all love, man. So we just got to, you know, keep pushing forward and, and just thank God for everything we're blessed with. Hey. Hey, you know, uh, advertising, you know, $5 a, a minute. I'm telling you, you're working at night. You got the uh, discount. <laughs> you know, like, I like that. Yeah. I like that. Appreciate y'all, man. Hey, I always appreciate you, Coach. So before we wrap it up tonight, shout-outs anybody got. Let's start with Uncle Leroy. What you got for shout-outs? 
Man, got a lot of shout outs, man. Shout out to everyone that's involved on this MLK Day uh, sack and sack, sock and sack lunch give back, man. Shout out to the captains, Kyle Robinson, Shooter Give. Shout out to Coach you, Coach Lee. Shout out to you, Lando Washington. Shout out to, um, man, I won't say so many people that got so many upcoming sponsors. It's crazy, but definitely give a shout out to Little Jay's Donuts and more out there in Harahan, man. They're going to make a yeah. big donation to us with some donuts down there. Shout out to them. Shout out to the Mustang Mafia Car Club. They joining us down there in New Orleans. Shout out to Starbucks. Thank y'all, man. Y'all coming out there to it. Thank y'all for sponsoring us. There's the store out there in Forney. They're going to spearhead their entire district to come out there and make some donations to us. So, man, look, I appreciate y'all. Shout out to everyone that's going to be coming out there. But, hey, what you doing, Uncle Leroy? I'm out. What you got? Coach Ed, what you got for us? Man, shout out Cam's, you know, Cam's Kitchen for the mask. You know what? Hit him up, you know, Cam's Eatery um, on Facebook, whatever the case may be. He'll hook you up with the mask. Um, shout out to uh, my boy Dante Ward's uh, Smokehouse, you know what I'm saying? Get some good food. Shout out to him. Shout out to uh, Navate Hilly's Barbecue. You know, hit them up if you're in Waco or whatever the case may be. You know, he'll, he'll get with a fat plate. Um, also, shout out. To the people that are involved with the drive this Sunday, man, um, we're do we're going to be doing big things, you know. Um, to all my Waco people that are watching, be like, hey, he ain't doing nothing. What my whole thing is, you know, what it's not just about Waco; it's about us as a whole, as a human race. We're going to go out here and touch these lives, man. Um, it's on his way. Stay out. tuned. <laughs> you already know. And shout out to uh, you know, the Waco Terror Boys is going out here and helping. Shout out to the NBL, the PBA, um. Just, you know what I'm saying? Destined for greatness, who, you know, I'm I'm about to be coaching their their youth team over there too, their uh 17 U, 16 U team. So shout out to all them boys, man. Like let's touch lives, man. It ain't just about me, it's about everybody. So salute everybody. Appreciate that. Hey, we appreciate y'all joining us tonight, rocking with your boys. And as always, hey, you know how we do it. Yeah.